Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue, straight from the Dominican Republic. <laughs> My man Juan, Juan Luis Guerrero, you feel me? With the hits. Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. What's happening, y'all? I'm just on a high right now, money. That caught me completely off guard. I you bet it did. Talk to me about that. <laughs> I just had to give you some, you know, a little Dominican, you know, something from Santo Domingo, you know. Santo Domingo. Hey, man. All I can tell you is that I came back feeling energized. You know, it feels good to have your feet in some warm water. Talk, talk to us, Mir. Talk to us about the DR. How was it? That, that's where Mir has been. First off, it's your boy, Walter Sultan, for real, with his esteemed co-host. Imani Shani. <clears throat> Walter. Yeah, right. Imani Shani. You. My bad. I called you your whole government. I really just been out here, man. Like, Please bleep that out. <laughs> It's not gonna be bleeped out, but it's all right. Listen, you the fed. No, it was it was a great trip, man. You know, I really enjoyed myself. I think I got to get a crib out there just for us when we want to go. Oh snap! Wow. <laughs> wow. You know what's crazy? The phone started ringing. I had it on Do Not Disturb. I don't know what's going on. Did you? Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, all I got to say is, yeah, it was great. Um, you know, every time I come out there, they'd be like, "Welcome home, brother." I'd be like, I'm not Dominican, but I feel you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I always thought people just told you that when you go back to Africa or something like that. Like, I'd be like, yeah, you welcome home, brother. I'd be like, all right. It was the first time I was like on an island. And I was just like, welcome home, brother. I was like. Wow. Now I'm just going to run with it. I need a spot. So it was, it was great, though, man. They talked to you in Spanish? <laughs> yeah, it always gets good while I'm out there. And then I leave and it's just. Ugh. What? Yeah. It falls off real quick. I think I need to get that Rosetta Stone. I think I'm going to just make an investment in it. Amir, do something with yourself. I had Duolingo. I was trying to get you on Duolingo. You start small and then work your way up. You didn't even want to do that. Okay. Duolingo is, is pretty helpful. Yeah, it was a it was a great trip. Um, you know what I mean? What? So What's your favorite a, I, part? The last time I went, I didn't go to the beach. Oh. Yeah, so we did... Uh, a bunch of excursions last time, but none of the excursions were on a beach. We're on a beach, Aww. yeah. So this time we was at the beach for like you know all three. We were there three days, three days, four days, something like that. Nice. Got to enjoy that. Um, you know, it's like probably like a mile or two is just all of restaurants. Like great artists out there too. Like mm. that was one of the things I got to go back. I took a picture of one of the artists out there. Uh, to go back and get some work and maybe get his shit back or see if I could bring it on the plane. But just the art walk, the food, like just being there, it was it was cool, man. It was just overall. Like this time I felt like it was, I didn't feel like a tourist because I kind of knew where I was going. So it just kind of felt like I was at a vacation house or something like that. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was cool. I feel like I had it figured out. Um, I got called a broke-ass nigga for the first time while I was out there. That okay. Was, that was kind of crazy. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> How was that? Why was hey, that? Hey, look. I, look, I could just laugh it off, bro. It was like a, it was like a, 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 a Haitian kid out there. We was on the, uh, where was we at? I think we was on the beach or something like that. Me and my man's tape. He had a nicer chain than mine. I was like, oh, all right, cool. The person that called you a broke-ass nigga had a nicer chain on than you. Yeah, so he might have been right. So, 
at the end of the day, like I was like, man, this kid like 12, 13 years. I was like, what's up, bro? Came and dap me up. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Then he was like, oh, no, let me get some money. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, bro, your chain nicer than mine, bro. I don't know. I like, plus, I really didn't have no cash on me. I'm like, I, I can't do it today. It's like, Shh. All right, broke ass nigga. I was like, damn, wait a minute, hold on, bro. I felt like, uh, you remember on Friday when the kid kept uh, kicking the uh, trash cans over? I was like, yo. And you know what's crazy? We was driving back to the hotel. Not the hotel, the villa that night. And we seen this nigga walking up the road, bro. And we was like, I was like, yo, Tate, I think that's him. <laughs> it's like, let's whoop his ass right now. I hop back in the car. <laughs> I really thought about it for like 10 seconds. Wow. But nah, man, it was cool. It was a fun trip, man. It was like nothing but good vibes. Uh, we loved it, man. So before that, yo, we here with the uh, Tiger Queen. What's her name? Uh, Carol Baskin. You ever seen that joint, Michelle? The uh, Tiger King? Oh, Carol, Car- Carol Baskin is on there. You, uh, you the black Carol. You know, international mommy. Wow. <laughs> well, how was it? I need to go to Thailand, bro. I keep hearing Nothing but good stuff. Thailand was absolutely amazing. Uh, the people, so sweet. I've been to Jamaica, Bahamas, Paris, Japan. Everywhere. <laughs> I've been a few places. The nicest people so far have been the Thai people. They were amazing. Yeah, we had a driver out there. I needed my nails done. <clears throat> he took me to the hood to get my nails done. The driver? Yeah. Like, what, like just the straight tie hoods? Like, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> it was cool. It was they hooked cool. it up. They did. They hooked it up. They were so freaking. I think it was like a mom and daughter duo or something. Ooh. One had my hands, one had my feet. Man, they were so sweet, dude. Like, you have to. Anybody that has not gone to Thailand, please go. It was amazing. It was amazing. Did you like the elephants more or the tigers? Bro, I was legitimately bathing the elephants like a brush in water. And they were in there laying down. And, like, I was legit, like, on top of them things. So, definitely the elephants, man. Like, that was... That was crazy. And that's my favorite animal. Like, you know, that was crazy. Yo, you know, I think we should take this time. Like, we, you know, we're not going to get on nobody, but we need to encourage our fellow black brothers and sisters to travel right now. I want you to give like a nice little 15, 20 minute spiel about why you need to do it. 15, 20 minutes? 15, 20 seconds. My bad. (laughs) Who do you think you are telling me to do so? Nah, honestly, y'all, listen. Like, designer stuff is cool, y'all. But (laughs) you got to travel. You got to experience some things. Because literally, like, I I literally want a, a home in Thailand now. So I just go out there whenever I want and just have somewhere to stay. Like, it's just so beautiful. And it opens up your mind to different cultures. And you meet different people and see how other people live. Like, it's amazing. Designer cool, too, though. Get both if you can. Get both if you can. But, like, hey, bro, I just felt so at peace, bro. I was hella happy. I was in there. Hey, just shorts, T-shirts, and flip-flops, bro. Vibing. Man, like, I love you, mom and dad, and Sunday, but I didn't want to come home. What about me? You just said mom and dad. I said I love you, mom, dad, and Sunday. Oh, I was like, damn. <laughs> nah, you was in there, too. 
Hey, yeah. Still didn't want to come home. Hey, bro, y'all got to do it. Go get treated like, you know, king and queen, you know. Feel like you're at home. Just have some fun, y'all. So, shout out to them international trips. Make sure y'all do it. If not in 2022, set it up in 2022. Put your little money to the side so you can uh, get your passport and all that. And then, you know, hopefully get it taken care of. 1010 recommend. 1010 recommend. All right, let, let's uh, let's get into it a little bit then. What we what we talking about first? Speaking of <clears throat> international things, oh, The Bachelor had a two night special this week, Monday and Tuesday, and Monday was the woman tell all. Why women be so surprised when I say, "Yeah, I fuck with the Bachelor"? Look, Michelle just laughed right there. <laughs> Hey, look, you missing out. This show, you uncultured. That's what's going on. You need to watch The Bachelor. You American. <laughs> <laughs> uncultured. Nah, listen, man. The ba- I don't even know how we got hooked on watching The Bachelor. What was the yeah. first season? I really, really watched. Did the you first watch season. The Black Girl, The Black Bachelor? Uh, Rachel, not Michelle, but Rachel. I watched like a part of that. That was a while back, though. Yeah. I watched some of that one because I remember you and Mom watched it. I think I really got mad. Is that the black guy? Yeah. Okay, I think that's when I Matthew. got in. That's when I got invested. I was like, oh, and then it was all the drama behind it with the girl he picked, and so I was like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So let's go tell all what happened. Mirrorless for the drama. Uh, basically, <clears throat> the women got in Clayton's ass. Like they ripped Clayton to shreds. Even the women that like liked him on the show and were like, you know, got kicked off later down the line, but had like a good connection with him. Everybody was coming for this man, and I feel like it was all because of one woman. Shanae. Shanae <laughs> is the devil. Hey, hey look, she. Hey, look, she was sitting on that stage looking like the devil too, just like untouchable. Just oh my god. Just like no, like she didn't do nothing wrong. I was like, damn. I was like, she really tweaking. Is she a teacher or something like that? I forget what she is. I forgot. I forgot. I can't even. I was about to say, she'd be one of them teachers you just can't stand. I was like, no, hell no. I, it was something like that. It's like she a teacher, counselor, or something like that. I felt like it was something with a school. Something ridiculous. Something absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, I mean, you know, I think some of the girls, some of it was justified. But I think whenever you get to a tell-all, especially with something like that, I think some of the girls, it just, you know, there was a little hurt. You know, stuff like that. So, but yeah, some of it was justified. He was tweaking a little bit. He was for sure tweaking. He, he didn't told. He didn't told the last three women he loved them for all the same exact reasons. Um, you know, like. Can you be in love with three people at the same time? I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. What you What you think, Michelle? Can you be in love with three people? No, I don't. I don't think so. Why? I think you can love three people at the same time. I don't think you could be in love with three people for at the sure. same time. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I agree with that. Because I, th- I think that's where, where he was fucking up. Or I think that's where a lot of people fuck. I think they just get those two things, like, mixed up. Mixed up. Because I was talking to this with one of my friends the other day, and we was talking about, like, yeah, can you love uh, multiple people? I said, yeah, I think you can love multiple people, but I don't think you can be in love with a whole bunch of people. Like, you might could be in love with multiple people at the same time, but I don't think you just fall in love with all these people in your life. I think we love people for, like, 
someone might have great conversation and y'all just click that way. Mm -hmm. That's another person you may love because uh, who knows? They're just fun to hang out with. Yeah. Uh, you could have someone else where it's, uh, you know, that you learn a lot from them. So it's like I love them in this sense, but I'm not in love with you to the point where I need to be with you. And I think that's kind of like where he was fucking up a little bit. This nigga said he was in love. In love. I was like, bro. And then was adding sauce on it for everyone. Like, yeah, I ain't said it. I ain't said that in five to six years. I'm just like, you didn't tell her that you just said it last night, though, to the other Hey, Clay was tweaking. He was tweaking for sure. I for can't sure. call it. So I think there was one thing. It was a, a specific portion of the show last night that we was we wanted to touch on. Right? Yeah. If we're talking about the same thing, are we talking about um, Susie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. Okay. That thing. Why don't you just give an overview of, like, the situation? Okay, so for me, okay, I'm going to try to be as, like, non-biased and as just, like, the facts as it is. Mm -hmm. So, basically, um, there's three final girls left, and each of these final girls get offered a night in the uh, fantasy suite. So, they all get offered an overnight with Clayton. Clayton has his first two um, fantasy suite nights. Mm. And um, decides to uh, engage in intercourse with uh, both women. Who? Gets to the third third woman. Um, and, of course, you know, they go on a date first. They don't just go straight to the, to the fan- fantasy suite. So they go on a date, and she asks him, you know, like, you know, did you tell anybody else you love them? Like, did you have sex with anybody? Because she's the third one, so she's last, you know. And he is, you know, it took him a while to get there, but he ultimately says, Yes, I did both of those things to both women. Wow. And she is very upset by this and removes herself, uh, ultimately. You know, they go back and forth for a while, but she ultimately said that she could not get over it, and she removes herself. And that uh, is how Susie went home. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what do you you think about that, Mary? What What do you think about how it went down? Where... Where do you lie? Uh, I saw, I, I seen both sides of it uh, from Susie's side. <clears throat> I think it was like what we had just talked about. It's like, bro, it's hard for me to believe you're in love with all three of these people. So if you're saying that's the three different people and then you get to this date and you're like, oh, yeah, I could see. I, I just want to be with you, period, da, 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 da. It was like I told you last night. It's like, all right, nigga, end the show then. Like, just end the show. Just go out like a real player and say, I don't need to go on the last two dates. Like, you the one. You know what I'm saying? But you can't sit here and be like, I'm in love. And then she asked you about it. You're like, oh, well, I did say I was in love with the other two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, not only that, this nigga <laughs> third date and said he loves Susie the mostest, though. <laughs> Hey, 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 that was some player shit, low key. Well, he, he, he a goofy for it because that's not why he meant it. It just came off like that. Right. But anyway, yo, shout out to Clay. But no, nah, this nigga, he really said some shit like, yeah, I love you the mostest. <laughs> yeah, I did that, hey, but I love you the mostest. Hey, bro, that's how I'd be feeling too, but I, don't, I wouldn't say no shit like that, bro. Why you always have to go there? <laughs> why do you always have to go there? I love you the mostest. Nah, on some real shit, though. Diabolical. No, nah, on some G shit, though. 
Yeah, I mean, and then on the her part, it's like, okay, like, everybody got their own things. If it's like, okay, you was intimate with these two people, and that's a deal breaker. Okay, like, you got to stick to your guns. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, <clears throat> you on The Bachelor, bro. This is the part where I'm like, okay, you was on, your mans was on here with 30 different women. You've had all these one-on-ones. He's had spend the night time with multiple people. Spend the night time. He's a grown man. He GQ. He got picked a bachelor for a reason. You know he a suave talking ass nigga. Like you like him for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is just don't be naive, bro. If you think he was just finna be in this and not dibbling and dabbling with some of these and testing the draws out on some of the other ones. Like, you tripping. What did you just say? I said testing the draws out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, let's just be honest about it. And if that's what it was, bro, you got to say that from the jump. Like, I think she should have said something. She should have said something from the jump. You know what I'm saying? Now, Clayton, you wrong for telling everybody that you're in love with them. Like, that's just weird. You know what I'm saying? That's just kind of crazy. Like, that's but I be saying this, it's like the same with a lot of stuff. Like, when you watch these joints, sometimes you realize, oh, this white motherfuckers couldn't find people. Like, this nigga be tweaking. Like, <laughs> it's just on full display. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you 30 people here, and not for all of them. Like, some of them is like, oh, it's cool. I don't see what's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. But then some of them is like, okay, like, this why you ain't been able to find nobody, bro, or sis. Man, it's scary. I'm just like, like, and I think about it, like, and I look at women sometimes, too, <coughs> and I'm just like, if I wasn't, like, I would never date, like, I would <laughs> never date you if I was a man, like. That's what I'm saying. Man, yeah, you know, people show, people show their true colors. Yeah, so, that, that's what I think it is. I think everybody should just be honest, but I think we all can't be naive. Like, you're on a dating show, like, you're on a game show, and he's. You know, it was girls jumping in his lap, kissing him in the mouth in front of 30 people, just meeting him. It's like, come on, bro. He did something. He did something. Like, let's just be honest. Let's be serious. So, now I did think he went out like a player at the end when he said, you know what? I don't even want to hear nothing no more. I'm done. I'm over it. Of course. So that's, what you would, that's something you would have said. Of course you feel that way. Hey, I was like, look. He was like, look, y'all, I gave you a chance. It's like, you either want to give it a shot or no. Like, don't keep walking in and out the he was house. like, you brought me back in here? Yeah, I felt him on that. It's like, bro, I like, you know what I'm saying? Because if that's the case, it's like, go to your crib. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sleep on it. And then, like, don't make a brash decision. Mm-hmm. But don't say, I can't do it. And then he like, all right, fine, fuck it, you can't do it. And then you be like, oh, I thought this was getting different for us. It's like, no, like, you should have took the night, yeah. you know, to think about it. Yeah. But yeah. We have spent 10 minutes on this man. <laughs> hey, we're going to zoom through some of the rest of them. But I tell you what, we're not going to zoom through this next one. Because listen, we went to go see Batman the other day, Sunday. Fire. It was fire. Fire. It was a cinematic masterpiece. Cinematic experience masterpiece. I thought this low key felt like, I don't know, it's tough to say. The world that, that, he created felt very real. Mm. Like, it felt very real from, like, the villains. Like, because he, uh, you know, just doing some research, you know I'd be a nerd for some of this stuff. What'd you find <laughs> out? What'd you hey, find out, so the, Hey, listen. So the Riddler, the Riddler, my nigga, was based off of, guess who? From around our way, the old school Zodiac killer. 
So the Zodiac Killer, if you ever seen Zodiac, if you have you seen the movie Zodiac? No. That's a good ass movie. Mm. Like Zodiac is a good movie. Was it in San Francisco? Yeah. So the Zodiac Killer actually was he killed people in San Francisco, I think like Hayward, um Marin. He was out that way. You know. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so he was yeah around the Bay Area, but he did the same thing. He talked in, in riddles like the same way the Choker did. So like if you watch the Zodiac movie, he would leave like whole pages or like you know riddles and things with like all these little you know symbols and stuff like that that the detectives had to decode or whatever. So I thought that was cool. So that made it feel real. Wow. And then you know, you know my wife, you know. Zoe Kravitz, you know, she stepped on the scene and it just, it just felt real. You know what I'm saying? It felt real. It's like she was a bottle surface girl. You know what I'm saying? Had me feeling like Drake and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready to take her out the club in the movie, in the movie. You know what I'm saying? So we had that. The Batmobile is cold. Like, it's just a dark world. Like, the thing's crazy. Now, it was a long ass movie. It was almost three hours. Listen to this nigga nerd out over this, y'all. Hey, look, the shit was great, B. I'm going to see it again. Hey, Michelle, IMAX this time. I'm going, I'm going full, full, full blown with it. So it was hard, man. I like Robert Pattinson. He was, yeah, that was, that was some real high school golf shit. He was on that with was Batman, our emo Batman, but he, he was emotional as hell. But hey, he was, hey, he he did his thing though. Like I, I liked it. He just brought a different flavor. He wasn't like any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing, uh, you know, I think with all the other characters, like, you know. Penguin. Penguin. Who's the Colin Farrell? I liked um, Falcone. Whatever, whoever <clears throat> he was. I liked I like Falcone. He, he in all of the, uh, not all of them, but he in a lot of Spike Lee movies, too. Oh, okay. I liked him. Real New York dude. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's dope. Like, it was cool. But, um, yeah, yeah, talk about a little bit what you thought about it, and then you could get to the, I guess, the Zoe part. Yeah, I mean, I just thought, I don't know, I feel like um, now that I've been in acting, I just look at things, like, I look at the whole, like, everything, so I look at how things are shot, and just, like, the feeling behind how people act and stuff, you know? Like, so I I really, really like the emotion and everything. Like you said, it just felt hella real, they did a great job acting-wise, too. And depressed, depressed Batman was different, but I did like him, I like that. yeah. We ain't had a depressed one yet. Like, that's cool. Yeah, he that was, was cool. He was dealing with some shit. Yeah, real. I don't want to give away spoilers, so I was going to say something else. But um, I'll touch on Zoe, how she actually auditioned, did not audition. She wanted to audition for Dark Knight Rises, mm. which was 2012? Yeah. 2012. 2012. She wanted to audition, but they said, and I quote, this came from Zoe. Came from Miss Zoe. Being an actor and being told at that time that I wasn't able to read because of the color of my skin and the word urban being thrown around like that, that was what was really hard about that moment. Mm. Um, so they didn't even let her audition. Damn. And that's, that's major because like people, people audition for everything and they might have you audition and they might, even, they might not even look at your tape. Right, right, that's right. just part of the business. They didn't even want her to send in a tape. Mm. Which is wild to me. It makes me think back to um, Zendaya going back to her playing Mary Jane and Spider Man. Mm-hmm. That role was for a white woman, mm. but she told her agent, "No, I want to send in a tape." Mm-hmm. She sent in a tape. She booked the role. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's crazy how like we just have to kind of like 
navigate and like kind of like finagle our our ways into things like this when it comes to like being too urban or I only saw a white person in this role because there's only been a white Mary Jane. You know, or even Catwoman outside of Holly Berry. Um, and the original, the original Catwoman, I forgot what her name was. The she black? Yeah, the oh, original one. Was, well, yeah, the original one was black. That was like in that probably know. It was like the seventies or something. She was in Boomerang too. I forgot her name. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna lose my black car for that, but it's we'll, all right. We'll get it back by next episode. It's all right. But I think um, Zoe just did her thing so much in this role. It was really like made for her. Like I just think she she was very cat like to me too. Like oh right. no, she just did her thing. So I'm so like that must have felt so good to like and for it to be this Batman. Like this is like a highly anticipated freaking Batman, bro. Yeah. Like how long? It was what a ten years? ten year layoff. Like the last one was twenty twelve. I think yeah. So yeah, she got it a decade later. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. So hey, look. All I'm gonna say is this. Like, like I said, like that was the realest shit, bro. Like just in terms of the world. Like I don't know you. You know you two. You and Michelle are like actually into shooting and you know acting and stuff like that. So. Like, I always appreciate, you know, <clears throat> when those superhero movies actually feel like they're real and it don't feel like it's just something completely made up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, just speaking on her part, like, yeah, I think it just goes back to, you know, never being denied, you know what I'm saying? And always having belief in yourself because could have been or would have been easy for her to say, you know, I'm not going to go out for this one. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Okay. Yeah, so... On to the next topic at hand, which is, oh, wait a minute. I got to pull this up. So, mind you, I don't know if we talked about this, but that Kanye documentary is amazing. Amazing. Like I've been waking up inspired, you know, watching it. Like, I've been to a lot of uh, the old Kanye stuff. Um and just feeling real inspired from what he had to say. But today is about his wife. She dropped the bomb on us. She said, you know what? Let me just play for us what she said real quick. Uh-oh. Do I got it? Oh, my bad. Work these days. Here we go. I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have to, so true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people Let's that want to work. Let's run it back one more time. I know you can't hear it in this cell, but she's saying get your fucking ass up and work. Give the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have to, so true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people that want to work. Have you a have good work environment where yourself. everyone loves what they do because you have one life. No toxic work environments. And show up and do the work. If you're the smart, we need Michelle's face in that one. Show up and do the fucking work. Spoken. Get spoken your fucking advice. ass up and work. That's what that was her advice. This was her. Not Michelle. I know you didn't hear it. Her advice for people who want to get out here and get it. Women. Oh, it's for women specifically. Well, that's universal. But she said, "Get your fucking ass up and work." People running from the work. You need to be in the rooms with people who want to work, who want to do shit. Um, go, go on ahead, money. Uh, I, I'm going to go off on a, a Gary V rant, so you just... No, you can. I mean, I feel, I feel like that's great advice for anyone. <clears throat> I feel like, you know, 
Kim has had a pretty uh, privileged life uh, with her parents, you know what I mean? So she might have had access to a few things that other people have not. But I hear that too. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. Must be something in the hallway. We good. A little bit, but you could just speak into the mic. We good. Okay. Probably just pass by. Um. Damn. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, you was talking about. Uh, you was talking about Kim Kardashian. People working, getting yeah. on your shit. Getting on, being on top of your stuff, whatever. Yeah, cool. Like, like you said, like that's universal. And you know, Kim has has some great working hard parents that I feel like. It's a fact. Uh helped get them a lot of resources that, you know, a lot of other people might not have had and stuff like that. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you specifically. So you know how Chloe had just said, like, oh, you know, like, get in those rooms with people that are, like, better than you. Like, don't mm-hmm. be the smartest in the room. Blah, 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 blah. How would you suggest mm-hmm. somebody that has no resources, they don't really have much to bring to the table. They're probably a great person, a great friend, but they just don't have a lot to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. How would you suggest they go about getting in rooms with like influential people or people that have had or that have made a name for themselves, like when they don't bring anything to those people? Yeah. Uh I think like the biggest thing for me with this always is, you know, I've been always talking and saying hi to people. <laughs> But uh, honestly, like, I don't know who said it, but I just always I think Issa had said something, too. Like, one, you got to, like, build with people who are across from you. So I think that's a big thing, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, whether it's us, like, I seen Nichelle was on her grind, too. You know what I'm saying? So that's somebody I wanted to build with or, you know. uh Really? It cut off? Really? It's full. That one? The other ones is good, though. Yeah, we're good on this one. Okay. All right. We just keep shooting with that one. Okay. That's crazy. So we might have to cut. Uh, I guess when, I don't know, I'm talking about this online. You, you just get, step into our world real quick. So wait, so when you take them off of there, do you delete it off the memory card or you keep it on there? I keep it on there. Okay. Maybe that's it. So, right, 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 right. So we'll probably just get another one where we could, like a bigger one to put on something else and then so we could clear it off of there. Okay. But anyway. So, yeah, I think the biggest thing is just being able to, um, I would say, you got to know where you want to be and what you want to do first off, mm-hmm. uh, or at least have some idea what you're interested in. And I think from there, like, the biggest thing for me, one of the biggest things was, like, conferences, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, even, like, you remember I went to, like, the Revolt Music Conference or even showing up to, uh, you know, the Million Man March and things like that. Like, people were... Going where people are uh, that I know are already in places that I want to be, mm-hmm. right? And then from there, it's like, how can you be an asset? And, like, sometimes an asset isn't always, like, you got to have something grandiose you're working on. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes it's just like, yo, what are you working on? How can I help you with this? Or uh, I'm trying to break into this, too. Is like, is there any way I can sit down with you and have coffee and just see how you got there? And, uh, you know, even if not, like if you don't want to do coffee, is there any way, like I said before, I can just help with something you're doing? Like, I'm trying to get here. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just humbling yourself, one. Uh, you got to be able to humble yourself, and you got to come into it uh, just knowing um, that these people are just humans, like, at the end of the day. I think sometimes we look at it like they're bigger than what you are. Like, 
So that means it may be celebrities or people bigger than you that you won't vibe with at all, just like regular people. And it's something that's really going to rock with you, you know? Um, like, interesting thing with me, like, I had, uh, you know, on the music side of what I do, um, one time I was at the airport, right? And this was like a late night flight. And I don't know if I ever told this on this story, but or on the podcast before, but like, I had met a still um, American, what, American mm-hmm. boy? I mean, yeah, the one who uh, did the song with Kanye. She was like on the same flight with me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, son. Like, let me see if I could talk to her about some music or something like that. So, like, when we had came outside, I think it was her. It might have been one of her managers or something like that. And I just introduced myself. I was like, yo, still, like, you know, like mm-hmm. your music. Like, is any way, like, I could rap for you or get you some music or something like that? And she was like, man, hell no. Like, nah, like, her manager got mad. Like, oh, get the fuck up. Like, no, nah, leave us alone. Da, 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 da. I was like, God damn, You're nigga. Kidding. I was like, yo, son. I thought I had walked up on, like, Beyonce or some shit like that. I was like, son, like, son was mad. Like, no, you can't do that. Da, 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 da. I was like, hey, bro. It wasn't even that serious for me. I was just asking. Wow. I wasn't even that big of a fucking fan. No way, nigga. Let's keep it real. Nah. But, <laughs> but you know, that was an opportunity, right? But then, hindsight, like, this is, I don't know, that was probably like a few years ago. I don't know. I'm sitting on the plane, and um, I see, like, Lyrical Lemonade on uh, this girl's uh, iPad that I'm sitting next to. It's a spot in between us, and she set her, like, iPad down. It said Lyrical Lemonade on it. And I was like, oh, okay, Lyrical Lemonade. And me and Tate were just watching some videos that had Lyrical Lemonade on it. And it's like a big, uh, basically like hip-hop blog and shit like that. They do a lot of stuff with like Dirk and Herbo and, Mm. you know, all types of stuff. So a big range of people. And uh, I was like, man, fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the plane was getting close to landing. I was like, yo, like you do something with them? Or like, you know, just asking questions, creating conversation. And she was like, yeah, I produce for them. I'm like, oh, so you make beats or whatever? And she was like, nah, I'm on a production end. Like, I do, like, music videos and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was like, that's cool. Like, you mind if I, like, you know, send you some music or something like that? And she was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, you know, take my uh, email down and stuff like that. Like, send me some shit, da 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 whatever, whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> okay. So I was like, you know, like, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think that's, like, the part you got to be with it. Like, you got to understand, like, when I was at UCLA, like, one of my professors always told me, like, it only take one yes. Like, mm-hmm. it could be a million people who say no. Mm-hmm. Like, that don't matter. Like, it can't deter you from still asking and stuff. Like, you mm-hmm. know, so, like, her, I emailed her, like, two days later. She sent me back her uh, cell phone number. Like, yeah, just keep in touch. da 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 da, da. And, we, you know, and we'll see what happens. Like, some could come from it. Some may not come from it. But, you know what I'm saying? It's like just having the courage, you know, within yourself to be able to ask, and, uh, you know, just put yourself out there. And I think that's what it comes down to. Like, that's one of the main things I got from Kanye shit is just like, you know, you already have it. But sometimes it helps when you see other people going through it. It's like, damn, Kanye was in a little ass room just like me, <laughs> you know, rapping. You know, niggas ain't want to even hear him rap. Like, it wasn't even Jay-Z and them. Like, the niggas who was doing paperwork didn't want to hear him rap. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, everybody goes through that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what it is. Like, you just get in those rooms. You try and vibe with people as much as possible. And, you know, something is going to come from it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's it. Conferences always say, 
uh, concerts or like whatever field you in, uh, music or, or film festivals for y'all, like going to stuff like that, uh, award shows, if you could sneak into one of them, you know what I'm saying? Just anywhere where you could meet people who are up and then also meet people who are at the same level as you so y'all could build together. So that's what I say. Just have a balance of both. That was great, man. Church. Dang. <laughs> Drop the mic. That's it right there. Hey, look, you already know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's what I think. But Kim Kardashian this is person right, in bro. that room. Oh, You've got to go to another room. Kim came back on. But, um, yeah, just on that note, just one last thing. Like, I think also, too, and y'all, you know, y'all too, y'all, y'all, y'all getting into it. I know that y'all see it too with you. Uh, and just, just me saying it as like encouragement, like to yourself, like what she was saying is real. Like you have to be around people who's doing good shit. Like mm-hmm. even if they not like always the funnest people to be around or people you click with the most, if they want you around and they doing shit is for a reason, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because you will burn yourself out being around people who have no ambition if you're somebody who has a whole bunch of it. So I'm just saying that to y'all too, you know, y'all family. So I'm just saying, like, you know, make sure you're around people who work, who you're going to push, who can push you and going to push you as well. You know what I'm saying? It got to be, like, it got to be a balance with that because if it's always one end, like, you can feel yourself just getting drained. So that's just my little thing for y'all yeah. and everybody listening. Thanks, Big Mirror Mirror. Hey, you know how it go. We appreciate that. You feel me? So we could slide through some of these. You said Apple got new stuff. What they dropping? Apple always dropping something. It costs like a thousand dollars. iPad Air. It's like just new stuff. Do you ever think enough is enough with them, or do you think it's it's valid them dropping stuff? I feel like they do it what twice a year. New phones twice a year. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm an Apple whore, so. I can't get enough of it. You see on this table, it's two, two iPhones, one from work, one for me, one for the iPad. You got one, like, look, I like Apple stuff. Now, with that being said, they do do a little bit too much sometimes. But I think that's the part of building a brand. It's like you could just, you drop shit and people are going to do it. Now, this last one, I was riding that last phone until the wheels fell off. And if it wasn't for your daddy, I still had that phone. <laughs> He made us. He made us get upgrades. I was like, "Look, man, at this point, I'm not getting a new phone every year. Fuck that." I feel but, like when I got this phone, like a couple months later, they had a new one on. I'm like, "Damn, I didn't even get to enjoy this one yet." Like, that's wow. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Relax. But yeah, yeah, I feel I, I fucks with Apple, bro. I like Apple TV. I like being able to interconnect everything I got going on, which is cool. Not but anyway, but yeah, that's how I feel about the Apple shit. I don't know how you feel about it. I mean. I feel the same way. I'm not going to ever get rid of Apple. Even though Android's got better cameras, so I don't care. Do they have better cameras? I feel like... They got better cameras. They do. They do. I ain't going to cap. You said for each other. I know. I know. But then they don't have things like FaceTime and stuff like that, too. Like... Mm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, no, can't do it. All right. Yeah, no, can't do it. I'm going to let you touch on the, uh, you can start the Chris Brown one. Mm. That's I'm pretty sure I'll have a lot to say. So basically, <laughs> y'all, a woman had uh, come out the gates saying that Chris Brown, uh, trigger warning, Chris Brown had aired her 
And, um, you know, like, lawyers got involved. Like, it got, you know, it got big. Like, it was going to court, everything. It was an actual case. Um, I don't know if he always mm-hmm. had these voice notes or she sent some voice notes, like, after she had accused him of arring her. But the voice notes basically said something to the extent of, like, you were, you were great. You're the best I ever had. Why won't you talk to me? I miss you. Like, it was basically wow. like that. And I, I hate to laugh. I'm, I'm not laughing at the situation because it's horrible. But it's just so insane to me. I feel like that's why I'm laughing. Like, it's just, it's just insane. And I feel like it goes back to people putting, like, celebrities on pedestals mm-hmm. that you will sink so low as to lie on somebody about something that serious because, like, I don't know, he doesn't want to talk to you no more or he, or he doesn't want to do what you know. Like, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Um, and so, yeah, so those um, voice notes got released today or whatever. And, you know, it's just sad. Like, I feel like a lot of people had come for, had came for him, too, like, when it first came out, like, Oh my God, like, you know, there's something wrong with him. Like, he ain't been right since da 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 da. And then now he's just like, all right, so where are my apologies at? <laughs> like, are the apologies as loud as the, you know, the mm-hmm. accusations? And um, yeah, I feel like that, who, I don't even know who the girl is, but she needs to be held accountable. I feel like that needs to be like jail time. Low. I don't care. High key. I don't care because if somebody did that to you, you have to go to jail or I'm going to beat your ass. Like, <laughs> pick one. It's jail or I'm going to fight you. I'd rather you go to jail. I don't fight nobody, right. but I feel like that's you can't ruin people's lives like that, and you know it gets into depression and who knows what he went through mentally. Like yeah. I feel like he's already been going through a lot mentally. That's a big thing to put on somebody, man. That's huge. So nah, man, and people ain't I no coming like, back from that. No, and people do it all <clears> the time. <throat> it, it happens a lot. You know what I mean? So I just it's sad. It's sad. What do you think about it? <laughs> You're gonna have to bear with me for a second. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and keep it very brief. Okay. So I think mm-hmm. as human beings and the society that we are in, uh, it is a very sensitive time that we in. Um, we had a lot of stuff going on. You know, the last few years were like, you know, Me Too and the other joint. I forgot what the other one was. Not not you. Or not me, you. me Too. It's us. Something I like know, that. I, know I forgot. Too, yeah. it, it was another one. And um, I think through the good thing that's came with it, I think this is some of what um, Chappelle and some of the other guys are talking about too. And even some of the women in the industry. I think the good thing is you get a lot of the creeps out of there. So we know about the Epsteins and the Weinsteins and all of these other guys that we know were doing crazy, sleazy, wild stuff. The part that I think for some of us men that came out uh, from the whole thing is just because that happened with some of these guys does not mean that every time a woman says something that is true. Mm-hmm. And you have to wait for all the facts to come out about everything and due process. And I think we got to a point where it's just like, oh no, like, what you mean we gotta wait for this to come out? Da da da. She said this, this is what happened. Da 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 da. And that's like, listen, like, I got a mom, I got a sister, I got 
you know, nieces, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So obviously, if someone I know says something, I'm going to believe them 100%. Mm -hmm. We talking about people who we have no affiliation and connection to. I don't know her from a can of paint. I don't know Chris Brown from a can of paint. Mm -hmm. So for situations like that, you have to allow things to come out because of the situation that just happened now. And I think it's gotten to a point where it's like, it's almost become like a witch hunt for people who say like, you have to wait for things like that to come out. And I just want people to think about it sometime like, yo, you may have a son, you have a father. So if somebody accused them of something, you will want for everything to come out before you throw them under the jail or get them the death penalty and things like that. Whatever it is, whether it's the death penalty in the media's eye or the public eye or it's like the literal death penalty, you will want everything to come out. Right. So I think this is just another uh, example of why it's important for us in the public and us who are removed from situations to wait and see everything that comes out uh, because you can end up hurting somebody uh, who was innocent, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes being guilty in the public eye is just as bad as actually being literally guilty, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not for us to say that he's a saint or anybody else is a saint, but we're talking about a specific situation. Like what he's done in the past does not have nothing to do with this today, you know what I'm saying? So. I think that's what it is. I think we just got to get to a point where we don't allow, um, you know, that kind of stuff or we get bullied into saying like, oh, this man got accused of something. So it's automatically true. You know what I'm saying? Where he got to be proven innocent now as opposed to like, we just need to see what happens. You know, so again, that's not me saying like not to listen to women or anything like that. I'm saying if we are removed from situations as a whole and we don't have a dog in the fight, like I think it's more beneficial for all of us to let everything come to the light before we start making, you know, decisions on it. I agree. Yeah, and that's it. That was well said. Yeah, that's just how I feel. Good job, nigga. <laughs> Is this our last topic? Yeah. All right. Last one. Man, let me tell you something. I don't know why, because he has nothing to do with a Caribbean vibe. But we was playing a lot of dirt in the Dominican for whatever reason. Why? I don't know why we was in such goon mode while we was out there. That's, but that's some pretty goony music. Hey, look, he he is man, and uh, you know, but he has some stuff that just came out. I think it was like the million dollars worth of game interview mm -hmm. with who is it? Gilly and uh, who's my other man? Shala. Wallow, but. You know what I mean? Oh, wait a minute. Before we go into it, I gotta notice my song. Shit major, my host carry tails. Yeah. When it comes to this little paper, my shit coming paid. When I had to slow down all through drugs, I had to go through phases. Even though we fighting all on cases, keep yeah. them guns on stages. Booga gave me X pills, told me chase it, but I can't. All right, all right, all right, let's check. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I just was long winded on the last one. Why don't you talk about this one? <laughs> I just love that song, man. Anyway, um, we wanted to bring up this, uh, <clears throat> we wanted to bring up Dirk because he was asked about, you know, his fiance, India, um, beautiful couple, beautiful girl, but he basically, they were basically asked him, like, 
I think what made him propose to her, or like why did he propose, something along those lines. And he, he said a few things that really still weren't <laughs> worth much of nothing. But he said the thing that really like that really made him propose was the fact that she had a low body count. Mm. That was the thing that he was just like, gotta mm. lock it down. Mm. Gotta lock it down. Okay. So <laughs> I swear we need to show spatial expressions. Uh, hey, so, yeah, we're gonna get her on GIFs. We can just send them to each other. Just insert her. Face. That's a fact. <laughs> so, how you feel about that, Mir? Uh, about just that being his main, or one of his main. I don't think that was the main thing. He said that was one of the main things, right? He didn't say that was the main thing. I think he said was that was one of the main things. No. He said that was the main Like, he listed a couple of things. Like, oh, you right. know, it was this. It was this about her. It was that about her. Da, da, da. But the biggest thing to me, she had a low body count. I was like, she ain't been passed around. That was done. Uh, that, was, that was the biggest thing. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, I have to agree with him uh, on some of that, to be honest with you. I, and look. This is me. This is me saying this. I'm be keeping it real with y'all because look, this is how niggas talk when y'all not in the room. I'm just being honest. I'm gonna listen to you. Yeah, I'm being honest with you. This is how niggas talk when you're not in the room. So, at the end of the day, you don't want to walk into a room. You don't want to walk into a room, and it might be a hundred other people there who didn't been with. The woman you love. As much as you love her, you don't want people to have that over your head. And I'm just telling you, that's just how a man thing. Like it's just you, you know, they just don't want you to have that over your head. Now, do I think that women can't have their fun? No. I think what he's really saying is, and this is me getting to the nitty-gritty of it. I think what he's saying is you can't be all the way out there with your shit to the point where everybody knows what's going on with you. You know what I'm saying? If you had sex with 100 niggas and it was in 100 different countries, that's going to hit different than if you had sex with 100 niggas and we all in the same city. Mm. I'm talking about just socially. This is what I'm saying. If you was in Jamaica doing what you was doing, nobody going to know what the fuck we, we, we even talking about right now. Mm. If you was in Ghana doing it, it's probably not going to get back to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Now, if you was with 100 niggas from the high school we all went to, mm-hmm. it's going to hit a little bit different. Nobody want that. So, again, you might not want that. I mean, not you might want not want that. You wouldn't want your girl to have that regardless. But I think it hits different. Because at the end of the day, we don't know what nobody's doing outside of what they tell us. Mm-hmm. The thing comes when we in those rooms and it's just the guys and we at the fucking barber shop. And you're like, yo, Keisha, oh, Keisha with the with the fatty, and then the uh, whole barbershop stand up, and you're like, oh, no, nah, I can't fuck with Keisha no more. That's just, you just don't want to be that guy. I'm just being honest with you. Now, if you ain't there, it's like, Keisha, oh, yeah, Keisha, she cool. Like, she used to talk to my mans, but that's it. That's all I really know about. Like, maybe one other nigga, but I ain't really hear too much about her. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you know, it just hit different, so. That's just the honest conversation guys is having, bro. You're doing your car facts before you probably put a ring on it. You're doing your car facts before Car facts. You You're just checking your research. You're doing your research. Same way y'all would check your research on a guy. It might be different criteria, but you are doing your research on guys you're talking to as well. Mm-hmm. 
So would you not? Just <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said. So would you not um, date or marry a woman that had a high body count? Uh, I'm gonna say, you said would I? No. The question is, would I? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. I would not do that. If it's to the point where I know about it, it's like, oh, yeah, she got a lot of... Like, you got to think about that, like, just from a psychological perspective. If we... If I know I'm I'm trying... I'm thinking about talking to somebody, and it comes back, oh, yeah, nigga, she been with the whole block. The whole city then had it. It's like, damn. Like, she out there like that? Like, how does that information even get out there like that? That means you was really out there with it. You know what I mean? So, nah, I don't, don't want to be a part of that. I'm low-key. I want everything I'm with to be low-key. <laughs> with all that. I need it to be low-key. I'm going to be low-key. I need you to be low-key. So should a woman decide to be with you based off your whore shenanigans? My whore shenanigans. She don't got to do nothing she don't want to do. All right, I think that's... Um, you know, that's nothing you don't want to I'm being real with you. But again, like, I'm also like, nigga, I'm not out there like that. Like, everybody don't know my business. It's just being real. Everybody don't know my business. Because you sneaky. Okay. All right. Whatever you want to call it, everybody don't know my business. I walk into the salon, everybody not going to be like, oh, we always with this nigga. Like, no. No, it's not going to happen. Learn something new about you every day. Oh, my God. So what? You think he wrong? You think he out of pocket? Because he got seven kids? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. You, you think he wrong because he got seven kids? The double standards when it comes to that is just wild to me. But you know what? I feel like it's just one of those things that, you know, like, it's just a double standard. And it, just, it is what it is. <clears throat> I don't think that's going away. Yeah, and I think, hey, bro, I think, honestly, at the end of the day, we got to be honest, bro. Like, honestly and truthfully, we not getting rid of double standards. It's some shit that benefits y'all. It's some shit that benefit us. Like, that's just what it is. So, of course, yeah, nigga might have a lot of bodies and someone may not be, you know, too, what? too excited about that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, you know, it just don't follow guys the same way, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, the thing is stuff within that though, like, I think everybody got to know what comes with it because if you got a crazy ass baby mama, that's going to also probably keep you from getting some women that you're interested in. So you still got to be careful, you know, what you do, you know, and women too, you know, but, uh, yeah, bro. Shout out to Dirk, man. But, you know, niggas can do that when they rich, though. That's the other thing, too. It's like, you know, you can have seven kids if you're a rich-ass nigga. Like, I mean, I mean, it just hit different. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like, how you do? It just hit different. I'm sure India's a very happy woman. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sure she's fine. But on the other end, like, even like that, like, some guys with, uh, like, guys will say, like, I don't want a girl with, you know, hella baby mamas and shit like that. But if it's Erica Badu, niggas really don't give a fuck because she Erica Badu. So I think, you know, it just kind of depends where you're at with it. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, just saying. Just saying. All right. <laughs> All right. I am. Um, hey, man. Thank you for that honest take from a nigga's point of view. Um, appreciate it. Hey, look, man. 
uh, however I could help. You didn't really help. <laughs> you just hey, look. gave us some information. Hey, I helped somebody today. It may not be you. Somebody listening to this is like, I got to stop letting these niggas know about all my business. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, Amir. You did help somebody. You going to do your last speech, your spiel, or should I go first? Nah, you can go, nigga. All right. Move forward. Incognito. Because if you don't, the he or she that you want will be zero. Mm. And that's just from your boy, mm. your number one Negro. Hey, mm. Wong, the Sultan. I love y'all. I love that, Mary. I'll say this we're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. We're brothers. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Kuna Matata Nick. <laughs> Peace.